I got my man Mike on the phone, man. You know, he's a uh, you know, he's a white guy, grew up in the projects in the hood. He's gonna tell you who he is, where he's from, and he's gonna give you a little insight on how, you know, the gangs move as far as with the white guys. You know, tell him who you are and where you're from, Mike. Give him a short synopsis. Yeah, my name's Mike, Mike Wood, and I'm from Canton, Ohio. Uh, I'll be, uh, well, I'm 64 years old. I'll be 64 in a couple more days. Um, and uh, been, I'm, I'm in for, uh, I killed a guy when I was a juvenile, and I've been in for 45 and a half years now, since March 12th of uh, 1978. So you've been in since 1978 when you was 18 and you're now getting ready to turn 64 on the 30th of this month. Right. Well, happy early birthday. Sorry, you got to send another one there, <laughs> you know? Um, okay, we're going to get into a full-blown joint with you, but right now I want you to explain to them what an independent is and what the brand is, what's the difference, and how you moved and survived in the prison being a white guy. Well, as far as the federal system goes, you know, it's a lot different than states. You know, all states are different, just like Ohio is different from the feds. You know, they do things. The politics is way different than the feds, more, more stringent than the feds. But um, in the federal system, uh, there's, there's two types of persons. There's the independent, which means... If you say you're independent, because the people already ask you, are you tipped up or are you independent? And if you say I'm independent, that means he's not a gang member or he's not affiliated with the gang members. And uh, he just does his own thing until, you know, until he needs to step up with other independent dudes to do whatever they need to do. And most of that's, uh, you know, fighting the gangs or, or whatever. And then if somebody says they're tipped up, that means they're affiliated with, are affiliated or um, in in a particular gang. Mm. Okay, so was you tipped up or was you independent? I've always been independent. Okay. I've never been tipped up and, yeah, straight independent. Okay, how did you survive being a white dude and telling the, the brands that you're independent? How was that for you? Well, in, in, in the way it works in the federal system is is uh, uh, nobody's going to fault you whether you're you're a gang member or whether you're independent on any yards. It, it depends on what you do, which is what people are going to find fault with. So, like when I was in the federal system, because of my record from Ohio, everything that I've done in my Ohio days, you know, dudes were impressed with that, you know, um, and. Uh, so when I left the ADX the first time where I met you at, um, any, every yard that I was on their own, I, I ran a yard for the white dudes, you know, for the, basically the independent dudes. And uh, and then, you know, the gangs were on the yard. They had a following with the, with the uh, politics that we uh, had on the yard, which was pretty stringent. And uh, so yeah, I never had any issues with the gangs until... You know, you know, as a shocker on the yard, you uh, you have to keep control of everybody, and, and uh, you're the one that decides 
the politics on the yard and who stays, who goes, and you know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. And uh, you know, like I used to tell some of the gang members, like if I'm if I'm sitting, if I'm smashing white dudes that are independents off the yard, and you're doing the same thing, I said, don't think I won't put hands on you because I, I said if I don't, that just shows weakness on my part, and uh, it's never going to work out like that. And uh, so you know. You guys got to follow the same rules that we have on the yard that everybody else does. And um, most of the time they do, but there's been some times where they don't. And I make the call, and sometimes I have to smash some of the gang members off the yard. And uh, there's a few few of the gangs I can think of on top of my head that do some really stupid shit that they think cause they're in the gang. A bunch of, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of weak dudes that join gangs, and then when they join the gang, they think they're a real, real tough guy because they got all this back behind them. And but you know they can go, they they fall just like anybody else to me. And, and uh, so I've, I've smashed you know quite a few of them off the yards in my day, and uh, which I had a, uh, quite a few yards that I was on, and I was a shot car on every one of them motherfuckers. And uh, so you know. Okay, let me ask you this. What are some of the politics? You said that they had to follow the politics and the rules. Give us an idea of the politics and the rules. All right, well, let's see. Well, one thing, you uh, everybody, it was mandatory. Everybody's paperwork is checked when they come in. If you don't have your, you know, you, it's a mandatory, you have to have your paperwork to see if you got any uh, downward departures. I mean, you know, if you told on anybody in your case, you know, sold anybody else, missed on them or whatever, uh, and you you have to have that within thirty days. Give uh, maybe maybe six weeks at the longest if uh, you can show you know the hold up on it. And if you don't have it, you know, you know, you're going to be told, hey, get off the yard and go to the hole, and you can come back out when you have your paperwork with you. And the reason we do that is because a lot of guys come on the yards. And they'll start running up dope deals and get a whole bunch of dope from dudes. And, and then um, right before they think that they have to show their paperwork, then they run and check in. And they owe all these bills and stuff. And it's just bad on the white guys because it makes them look bad, you know, that, that some hunky came out there and ran up uh, thousands of dollars of bills and, and took off. And nobody got any retribution. Um, and the same thing with weapons. Uh, the politics is if you come on the yard, uh, you can't have a weapon until you show your paperwork. And the reason for that, and, and listen, I've, I've run a lot of them yards, and I tell you for a fact that dudes, if you give them a weapon, most of them dudes will turn that weapon, go in there and turn that weapon in after they run up their bills and everything. They'll turn their weapon into the SIS and uh, just so they can get a transfer real quick and get out of that prison rather than sitting back there for... If, if you remember, sometimes you they'd have to sit back there for a year or something if they checked in. Mm-hmm. But if they turn a weapon in, they could get out of there within a couple months or a month or something. And uh, and there's a there's a you know there's a whole lot of other but like uh, with the with the gangs, you know, it gets a little um a little bit more uh, racial and political because you know they you know. Most of the gangs, white gangs, they don't want dudes breaking bread with uh, any other race. Uh, if they, you know, if they catch it, for instance, if they catch any of the gang members 
they're not allowed to go in the cells with any of the blacks and, and drink with them or nothing like that. Uh, they ain't allowed to, to eat together. Uh, and you know, this is what I do is that, you know, even in the chow hall, they're not allowed to sit at the same tables. Uh, you know, all, all that stuff like that. There's just so much, so much politics in the feds. Okay, let me ask you this. So if so if you go check somebody's paperwork and they tell you, you know, they don't have it or and they not going nowhere or it comes and there's something questionable on it, downward departure or, you know, they told child molestation or anything, what happens there? Well, first of all, uh, 26 years. And you know, you know, you know as well as I do. Like you know, for your for your listeners, is when you're a shot caller on a yard, when you what you say is like God speaking. You know, but what you say goes on the yard. That's just how it works. And, uh, and I've never heard anybody ever say you tell them to go to the hole to the get their paperwork, but they can't stay on the yard. I've never heard anybody say I ain't going, or you can't make me, or nothing like that. <laughs> Uh, because they know that they're going to get hands put on. Uh, so what happened if they do? Somebody. What would happen if they do? If they do, well, there's going to be somebody on standby. There might be, you know, depends who it is. You know, sometimes it's two, sometimes three, four, or how many it takes. And uh, if they was to say, I ain't going nowhere, I want to go tell me what to do. Uh, all you got to do is turn your back and walk away, and that means... The dudes that are around are supposed to be on uh, standby to to, to uh, beat these dudes up. Are going to go over there and uh, blood them up and send them on their way, mm-hmm. send them to the hole, and they're going to go to the hospital or, or worse. You know, uh, if they try to fight back too much, they're going to get stabbed up and crippled or whatever. If they don't, they're you know the rule is that nobody can leave the yard walking. They have to be bloodied up and on a cart most of the time. To, to leave the yard because if you don't do it right in to us it's an embarrassment to the, to uh the white men it's an embarrassment it's, oh man that dude walked off the yard and you, you jumped that mother man and then what's gonna happen the dude's gonna say well you dude's gotta gotta make up for it next time so you go on the next mission too when you get out of the hole mm. so they always do it right the first time Okay, because a lot of these dudes out here, they say, if I get caught, I'm telling, I'm doing this. I'm not doing time for nobody. What happens when they wind up in there amongst, you know, the men? It depends on their, it depends on their violation. Guarantee if they snitched on somebody, they're not going to last on a yard. They're going to be found out, even if they sneak some paperwork in, eventually somebody's going to just research on it. And they're all they're going to find out. They got some good investigating prisoners that that can find anything out they want to be. As long as it's been on record, they can find it out. And what's going to happen is if you walk on the yard and you you've now uh, departure, you've told on people stuff like that. You're now every each yard is a little bit different. There, I know there are some yards I've been on where they'll just beat the dude up and uh, smash him, you know, blood him up, break his nose or whatever like that. And then there's some, and if he's been, you know, if he's telling and uh, snitching on other people, then uh, he can, he, he's got to get the knife put to him. There's no way about it. You know, he's got to have the knife put to him. And listen, I've had so many dudes come up to me over the years running those yards. And 
and say, hey, listen, I know I got to put my work in, but um, I ain't just trying to beat nobody up. I just came in with a life sentence, and uh, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to take it life, or I'm trying to stab somebody up really good, I'm, you know, because they're trying to get a reputation because they just come in and you know they're independent or they want to be a you know aspiring gang member or whatever the case may be. Hmm. That's and deep. So if if the dudes, if, yeah, if the dudes got a habit really coming, then you call one of them and say, "Hey, you're on deck now. Uh, that weapon you go get your weapon and uh, take care of your business. Here's what the guy did, so that you know what you're stabbing him up for." Okay. So, okay. So for the last minute, tell what happens if you tell a dude that he's on deck and he said, man, I'm trying to go home. I'm just trying to do my bid, man. That's why I'm an independent. Well, he, he can't say no. Everybody's got to put their work in on the yard. If he says no, there's going to be two dudes that are going to, uh, within, that, within that hour or less, he's going to be smashed, uh, beat up. Uh, sent out to the hospital, and and his and his whole career is over with. Every yard he ever goes on, he's going to be smashed off the yard, and so he's going to live in PC the rest of his bit. Because if he keeps coming to yards, everybody's going to feel disrespected, and then they're going to put the steel to it. Mm. So he either fights the first time, or fights a whole bunch of other times, saving his own ass, or live in PC the rest of his life, or the rest of his bit. Mm. All right, but the joint going to cut off. Thanks, man. Call back at 12.30, and, you know, we see where we go from there. We can start over in the morning, whatever is convenient for you. All right? Thank you for using GTL. All right, that was my man, Mike, man. I just wanted you to hear it from a brother that been in there 45 years. 45 years. These are my comrades. These are our comrades. And these are our comrades we want to bring home because I'm going to show you how they've been rehabilitated and time has calmed their fighting spirits as far as the aggressive negative fighting spirit now they just fighting the courts and parole trying to get out so you know we've been on here long enough i just want to let y'all know none of this is worth it um follow me on instagram it's on the screen you know um, that's the cash app. Make sure it says it was created in 2020. So push the icon. Make sure it says created 2020. They duplicated it in 2023. So if you see anything with 2023, it's not me. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you for the support. Cop the book of Ruin Harlem. Um, download the videos on my podcast at Unique Mecca Audio and check me out on Roco at Unique Mecca Audio. And you know it is what it is, man. I'm going to bring you some more with my brother Mike. So you can hear and see what is really going on. Because I want y'all to understand that we bring you the real over here at Unique Mega Audio. All right. Cheers. 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 The crime. Cheers. The crime. The crime. The crime. The crime. The crime. The crime. Fresh out the key.
Ken of 26. Yeah. He back on the strip, uh-huh. getting back in the mix. Yeah. What he mentions a gift. Trust. You stand up ten toes down, and I suggest you pay attention to this. Real. Take a little gully posse and put it in hall. Uh-huh. He cut from the bottom, back. came up from the bottom. Back. Drop the book, you should go and get it. An Instagram it. page and a YouTube, you could go and visit. Yeah. Then you could consider yourself LinkedIn. Real. Sit front row and get juice from a kingpin. Uh-huh. How he went through it, so you ain't gotta go do it. Uh-huh. Did not pay attention would be stupid. Talking about a man that probably put your grandfather on. Probably the reason that him and your grams got along. A man that generated millions on the block. Did his time. Never squilling to the cops. Make an audio. Like two G's in the ninth. Drop top beamer, so shine. I let Shorty go, she was wine. Treat her like my past, she behind me. Spin a couple bands on the dapper day. You be back again, getting green like a Packers fan. No cap, it's a roaring uptown. Baby horn uptown, Dominican bust down. Now we on the positive. You we got a lot to give. Now you trying to stop the kids from being inoperative. So take heed, homie, lend the air. He started in uptown, he gon' finish dead. But now it ain't about selling drugs, buying cars. It's about buying property to make the community yard. So we can get back to the youth, them. They the truth them and bless up to all the rude men.